Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ooh, it's the election, the election um, bud pod, which we sort of thought uh, we thought, thought thought we'd know by now, didn't we, Phil? Yes, we we put off recording this um, pod in the hopes that we'd be able to reflect on a, a tumultuous night of democracy in action and maybe pass <laughs> some sort of uh, worthy judgment on whoever came out victorious. But we're basically at this. We might as well have recorded yesterday, Pierre, for all that we know now. Yeah, it, uh, the only difference uh, from um, the only difference between us recording now and recording yesterday is that we are tired and we're tired. nervous. <laughs> We're tired because we were up last night t- together, um, playing poker, yeah. um, thinking we we're going is going to be a real old fashioned uh, poker and uh, watch the election night together, um, but it didn't happen. I just I just lost money. Uh, went back to my losing ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went back. Uh, Pierre busted me out twice. I think. Yeah, but then, then what's annoying is that. I busted you out twice, and I also lost bad over the course of the night. Ugh, yeah, terrible, terrible. Maybe will that will that turn out to be an indicative, a representation of this election? Who knows? Having 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 done well at some point in the battle, losing <laughs> at the end anyway. Yeah, I genuinely think I was that bad at poker because I had like before we started playing, I had one like beer. That's enough, I think. Oh yeah, honestly, I had one beer at dinner, and last time we played, I drank nothing, and I was like Rain Man. <laughs> I it's cannot shocking be- how I stupid cannot alcohol be- makes you. It really is. It really is. It's a lesson that I learn again and again, I will never remember, is that booze makes me dumb. Sometimes I think, <laughs> oh, booze will make me smart, because it will unlock a bit of my brain that my boring sober side suppresses. I'll be, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll be let loose. It's the fault of people like fucking Hemingway and all these druggy, boozy artists. You think, oh, their addictions really unlocked their abilities. This is not true at all. It's not true at all. Yeah, yeah. And then the trouble is that you drink a little bit of booze, and it makes you forget the fact that it makes you dumb. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like a parasite. Um, and I, like, I think we discussed this ages ago, but yeah, the Hemingway thing, you just think, is that why it took you like a decade per book? It's just editing out all your sloppy, drunk mistakes. He was such a perfectionist. He was such a perfectionist that he, he wouldn't even consider publishing something until he'd had three bottles of bourbon. <laughs> yeah, he was such a perfectionist. He was absolutely battered constantly. <laughs> just imagine yeah, he, was, he, was, a, he was such a perfectionist he liked nothing more to, than to ingest the thing that famously reduces your perfectionism yeah no no one's ever gone uh, um excuse me doctor um before we go into surgery could you have a drink <laughs> 
I just feel a lot better if I'd seen you quickly have a double whiskey. I don't even understand the sort of the calming the nerves thing about alcohol as well. Like I remember watching Titanic when I was really young and there's this boat's going down, the captain like takes a swig of brandy. And I was like, Mummy, why did he do that? And she's like, to feel braver. And I've sort of taken, I've sort of internalized that thinking. And now I think, oh, I'm feeling a bit nervous about this. I'll have a drink. I did that last night. It made me <laughs> feel more nervous. I just felt more nervous. I just felt as nervous, but sort of hot and <laughs> and confused. Now I'm now I'm nervous and blurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the same so- with like cigarettes and coffee and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh well, I mean I guess we should discuss the the horrifying election. It's closer than we thought. I still think Biden's going to clinch it. Yes. Well, what is at this point in the um commentary is like it was very close, very close people on Twitter especially are losing their minds are like he's won he's done it again. He's won again. How could we be so foolish? But there are lots of mail-in ballots to count still, and it would, and we pe- people have been saying for months like it's not good. There won't be a result on the day. There's so many mail-in ballots. It's going to take days to find out for sure. But everyone seems to have forgotten. Yeah, and also, I mean, the the, the number of mail-in ballots is like, in some cases, two or three times the size of the gap between the two candidates currently. Right, yeah. Just enormous. Like, I think in Pennsylvania, it's a quarter of the vote still they haven't even got to. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, uh, what I want to see is how wrong are the polls this time? Like, where we, what I want to know, here's my question, Phil. Were we dumb again? I had a feeling we were dumb again. I should, I, uh, oh, I should have, I came close to betting on Trump winning last night because it would have been good odds. But I... I, I couldn't allow myself to become that kind of person, really. <laughs> um, to become a disaster capitalist like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I I think I think if polling gets it wrong again this time, we should stop polling, because it's obviously a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, if they can't fix it with, like, all that money and four years of just, like whatever the key is, like, oh, you forgot to go to Alligator County and talk to them, or whatever it is. It's clearly just, like, gibberish, and through, I don't know what, the internet, or people just lying to pollsters, uh, things just change really quickly, whatever it is, it just doesn't seem to work anymore, because they, uh, the polls look even stupider with how precise they get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it looks mm-hmm. stupider to go... It's going to be 64.35, and then it's like 10 points off. That looks worse than if you'd gone 60-ish. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure, we have become arrogant in our command of, of, of the elements of science. We're scientific men. Have, we've, we've grown proud. <laughs> The one thing that polls can never account for is the voting habits and thought patterns of people who, when you say, sorry, do you have time to do a poll? They go, no. (laughs) They're the most mysterious group in history, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the the polling sample of any poll is in and of itself selective to a degree, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, and we've never in history found out what people think who go, I, I'm, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Or I don't no, trust, I'm bu- I'm or today. I don't give you, I don't tell you, or just I don't trust you with my information. Or <laughs> you're from the FBI, or just like absolute nutters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything because you want to steal my DNA, Bill Gates. <laughs> Which is a shame because that guy is, a, you know, a lot of the Trump base is that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, no, yeah. wonder, no um, wonder we underestimate it. I, th- um, I mean, I guess what it does, what this closeness does show is that, you know, Trump wasn't a, a one-off. It wasn't just some one-off uh, act yeah. of national vandalism that this sort of nihilistic worldview is pervasive now it's a large part of our world it's um uh uh <laughs> it's pervasive and also i've been enjoying a lot of people from the uk tweeting but how how can a voter like a president so much they ignore all these racism scandals and they like someone tweeting that who was you know completely unapologetically pro corbyn <laughs> yeah exactly and they're exactly. Like, how, but, how are people able to put aside <laughs> their morals for <laughs> for an economic plan that they roughly agreed with to, for something that would, that, would, that would better them in a financial capacity how could people put aside an entire minority <laughs> of people another thing another thing that, uh, that those people are going to have a lot of trouble contending with is just is how many more um, black and Latino people are voting Trump this time around? That's Especially that in makes Florida. Things, makes things very awkward. The Cubans love that guy. Yeah, I wonder why. I know nothing about Cubans, so I can't can possibly well, offer an explanation. Well, if they're in Florida, they fled a socialist dictatorship, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So when those guys show up and go, "Don't worry, we're going to abolish the police and install socialism," the Cubans are like, "No." Yeah, but Biden has been quite clear in his distancing from from that wing of his party. But I guess it's just the culture of it, right? The, the Democrats have been painted with this culture. Yeah, but like Biden is distancing away from a wing that he admits is inside his own party. Donald Trump is the enemy of that across the board. Right, yeah, okay. So it's a much clearer choice where it's like, well, that guy says he won't let his friends do this bad thing to me. And then that guy says he's going to get rid of all of them. So I'll just go with him. Yeah, sure. It's a clear um, answer. Yeah, it's... um. Oh, hang on. Uh... Oh, if anyone heard anything in the background... Oh, no, it's my phone. My phone was... The, you know the worst thing about trying to follow the election on uh, American websites, Phil? Autoplay ads with loud uh, voices. Ugh. That's, just that's extreme capitalism CNN. for you. Mm. Yeah, we're well, just trying to look at CNN and read with my eyes. And there's two things I hate. One is I'm just trying to read. And then from nowhere, I start hearing, do you like cement? Uh, just bellowing, <laughs> screaming into my ear. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> That's the worst. And the other worst thing, and the BBC has started doing this, and I hate it, is there'll be a, a headline which is like, a, but why is everyone in the Hebrides 
getting scarlet fever or like some insane story and you go whoa what and you'll click and it's just a video what do you mean it's just a video it's just a video there's no article it's just a big video and they go johnny crunkles investigates and i go i don't give right. a fuck about johnny crunkles and his media to one degree write the article yeah. so i can read it at my leisure with my eyes yeah I hate it. I hate the little videos. There was that phrase everyone kept saying two or three years ago. We're going to, uh, all the news in the world is pivoting to video. We're going to pivot to video. Articles are dead. And it hasn't come to pass. It's not true, but still people insist on making me watch things in a really rigid and volume based way. Like, like no video is ever going to be loud enough to compare to the volume of reading, which is in my own head. That's right. To paraphrase Mean Girls, stop trying to make video happen. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I've been reading you, I've been anything? reading so much, man. I've been reading a lot. I mean, this is a, on the other side, but I've like I've got addicted to reading, yeah. I'm just really into reading at the moment. Reading? I'm a bit addicted to reading, you know. I'm just tearing through books. Tearing. <laughs> and then reading them. Yeah, much harder cuz I found it too easy. Um, I now tear up the books and I try and piece them together. It feels like I've written my own book. Every book's a mystery. Um, sorry, were you asking me about uh, my predictions? Well, I was going to say, what are your predictions? And also, has anything happened uh, so far where you've gone, what? And, you know, shaken your computer screen. About, about this election? Yeah. I mean, like in the uh, last day or so. No, not really. I mean, I... I like part of me, a sort of childish part of me was like, maybe the Democrats will win Texas. I was like, yeah, that would, wouldn't that be an amazing turn in our in our world's <laughs> um, fortunes? But uh, it, it wasn't to pass. It didn't come to pass. Um, all, all in all, I've been struck by just how boring it all is and how little I actually care. <laughs> I've never. I've. I, it was the quickest I've stopped watching um, election coverage. I think I'm finally learning after Brexit, after the first Trump victory. I'm like, I'm not even going to watch this. Why? And I mean, it's so boring. BBC News just asking Martin Luther King's son what he thinks. It's like, I, yeah. I mean, I will. I will say though, the BBC coverage was it has has been very very lackluster compared to say CNN. It, I've not even looked at CNN's way. The BBC's has been a bit disappointing. No, the BBC's been bad. CNN's really good. It's because the BBC still have to constantly interrupt something that might be interesting. Because, well, A, the BBC don't know anything about like county-level demographics in America. Mm -hmm. So they can't be like, well, as we all know, Chattanooga County is famously Icelandic, or whatever the fuck. So they can't do that. <laughs> Um, and also they have to keep bringing everything back to the UK. So they they have to keep going like, a, and of course, if Michigan swings Democrat, what will that mean for Brexit fishing deals? It's mm. so lame. Mm. They can't bring themselves to admit that it matters at a greater level than that, because if America sneezes, the world catches a cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out trying to figure out what's really at stake here. You know, if um, Trump stays in power, I guess he'll be sort of unleashed with no election in four years to worry about. But I, I don't know if he was ever worrying about this one, really. 
he'll go he'll go full crazy for sure yeah but i guess what's important is that the democrats re- retain their house of representatives which, which i think they're expected to and yeah but but it's it's more it's more about what it says as an endorsement for a certain yeah. way of behaving and a certain yeah. way of saying things and policies and stuff because he's been doing stuff that even the most mentally ill Republicans would never have dreamed of even trying to get away with. And he's just going, look, see, the door's been unlocked the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, so, uh, he's opened Pandora's box, certainly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And so if he loses, it's at least a message saying, okay, it turns out you can get away with some, let's be honest, absolutely mental stuff, but you will lose the next election at least. That's something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas yeah. if you can just be like, uh, sure, I fucked a bunch of porn stars. I paid them a huge bribe to be quiet. Is that a kid in a cage? And then people are just like, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a bad message to send to the uh, to the kids. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it'll also be a message that the internet really needs to be shut down. Or yeah. social media has to be shut down. It it's like Facebook has to close. It, it has, has to, to because, close. because like one of the things that has happened to Trump would have sunk Nixon 10 times over. Mm. But then now uh, you, you could just like Trump says, you could shoot someone in Fifth Avenue and all the supporters would go, oh, more media lies. And then if Trump admitted it in a dementia adult ramble, then they'd go, ah, well, good. It was probably a bad guy. They just don't care. It's not about truth mm. anymore. Everyone's doing it like a life or death scramble for survival. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's, it'd be good news for comedy, though, Pierre, right? <laughs> again. <laughs> At the very least, it would be a good time to be a comedian. As comedians have an e- easy time of it, don't you think? 
Oh my god, I love it uh, when people say that on like when when you do like a little radio interview to promote a comedy show <laughs> or like a little regional newspaper item. It's like, well, it's on fertile ground for satire, methinks. <laughs> so lame and it's like i always want to say to them well actually the worse the world gets the less comedy you get because of uh, how susceptible to depression most comedians are so no yeah and also the closer the source material is to already being a joke the less you can do with it it, it to me it's is you might as well just like play austin powers and go "Ooh, that would be fun that's a good movie to parody <laughs> you should you should do something about that maybe like a funny version of that like a goofy version of austin powers maybe it's not it's not satire to quote someone <laughs> exactly or it shouldn't be i mean fucking hell but it's getting there it's getting to the point where what you do is you just play the speech and go see or just like put your head in your hands or, uh, <laughs> did you like the donald trump macho man dancing video um, it was YMCA, not Macho Man. Oh, that's right. They, those are the two songs he plays at his rallies. Did you know that? Oh, does he play? Why does he play on YMCA? Surely that's against brand, if anything. It's um, or is it ironic? I was, I was talking to uh, uh, an American about this. An American. An American, and they were saying that Donald Trump's voter demographic belongs to that sincere generation. Huh. Like, they're, first of all, they're from the generation where that song was, like, on the radio when they were having a great time. Like, they're that old. That they're right. like, uh, I remember my my first wife, and we both enjoyed listening to Macho Man. And, you know, <laughs> dancing. Imagine just sitting down in a living room with your wife. Ah, macho, macho, macho. And just, like, looking into the distance, just listening to the music. <laughs> Tapping your finger on your knee while your dog sleeps by a fire. <laughs> I want really? to be a macho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and these people are super sincere. They're super. There's no sense of irony to it at all. They're like, "What a what a fun song for the president to choose," and that's it. Yeah. Irony oh God, is a song. Yeah. yeah, irony is a disease of the left. That's true. That's true. The right is uh, cripplingly sincere, and it does seem to to work, but we'll see. We'll see how well it works, but it's working a hell of a lot better than we expected. That's true. That's true. Do you think that, like, as like like all the all the all the protests uh, against police pr- brutality, like for for each like left wing voter that went, my God, we live in a kind of demi fascist. Uh, 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 you know, dystopia. It energized some guy called Cletus to be like, they want to do what? And so it just cancelled each other out. Mm, yeah, I mean, the last year, last two years has been a real drawing of battle lines and and that's just going to encourage people to to pick their side. Yeah. And we've lost, yeah, we, when you lose nuance, you know, you... I was talking to an American friend who was just like... An American? An American friend. Who, you know, she thinks it like a civil war is coming, basically. She, she lives in LA and everyone's buying guns. Yes, I did see some articles saying like the last year has been like the most astonishing year for gun sales. What with like COVID and riots and protests. Every and year. 
every year I don't invest in guns, and every year I feel like an idiot. I just think, surely this time around people aren't going to buy loads of guns. Every year, I should just in, I should invest in just emergency supplies. Yes, you should invest in uh, whatever you see people uh, fighting over in the background of a disaster film. <laughs> Like you yeah. should watch, you should watch coverage of disasters, uh, or like riots or looting or whatever, and just like pause the news and look in the background. Like, what is that? Is that Samsung? What is that? <laughs> like noting it down. What is that? That's a. I can see it's a hurricane lamp, but what brand? Damn it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe we're just getting a lot of uh, Bud Pod listeners in America, and um, and so they're, they're buying guns on your recommendation. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. The trouble is that gu- guns guns have like a domino effect where if you realize that everyone down the road has got guns, then you're like, well, I should have a gun. They've all got guns. I mean, it's what you say, pretty much. Yeah. And if I lived somewhere where everyone else had a gun, then I would also want one. But I don't, so I don't <laughs> really feel the need. <laughs> yeah, it's real escalation there. So I, I don't know how you pull back from all these guns. You can, you have to make everyone somehow agree to drop their guns at this at once. Yeah. Like everyone everyone meet in the town square with your guns. <laughs> and we're gonna go three, two, one, and everyone just goes and you you have to drop your gun. Clattering noises, yeah. Wait, from from watching films, Phil, I think what you need is a man with a very long, droopy black mustache and a black hat to say, easy, easy. <laughs> And then people or, tend to lower the guns. Or maybe for a very cute little girl to hold one of the soldier's hands. And yes, yes, that walk, works. Walk yes. him among the crowd. And as he, as they pass, everyone drops their guns and then kneels for some reason. <laughs> because they're faced with a... <laughs> the last thing we want... The last thing we want, Phil, is a panicked matronly woman to shut a load of windows. <laughs> that means bloodshed's about to arrive. Oh, my God. Oh. My Lord. Like, in a way, Donald Trump winning would make a lot of sense, given that 2020 is the year of all the bad things, all the worst options happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if something can go wrong, like 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 the magic of twenty twenty is you saying, well, there's only a one in twenty chance that I could burn my hand horribly if I'm ah! like it just will happen. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This if it's is very um, unlikely. Yeah, sod's law became a year, basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> sod's year, yeah. I think in America they call it Murphy's law. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, Murphy, because the Irish are unlucky, maybe. Something like oh, that. Oh, right, do you think? Maybe. Because in America, the Irish are sort of unlucky. And then in the UK, the jokes are always that they're phenomenally stupid for some reason. <laughs> so is, really... is, is, the, is the, the luck of the Irish a sarcastic uh, phrase? It kind of has to be, right? Right, yeah, it's luck of the Kennedys, which who are an appropriately named family, I guess. Yes, yes. I got very. I, I went down a real rabbit hole the other day re- researching. Was it Chappaquiddick, where Ted Kennedy 
was involved somehow in the drowning of that young woman. Oh, I don't know the story. Yeah, it's a huge scandal. And I was looking it up and I was like, Jesus, I mean, that it's definitely a cover-up of something. I just don't know what. Yeah, look it, look it up. It's uh, spelled Chappaquiddick. The name of the bridge oh, that the car fell off. It's uh, Now we're turning into a conspiracy zone. Should we become a conspiracy podcast if Donald Trump wins? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> we get we get uh, people to send us uh, money to sponsor the podcast, but the money's always sent in like raw gold and Bitcoin. <laughs> That's the demographic of our listeners. <laughs> So maybe when we is should. This... Maybe we should become survivalist conspiracy theory guys. Yeah, I yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think we we should get um, a log cabin somewhere and uh, record the podcast there. And half yeah. of the podcast will be like uh, great recipes for squirrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the bud the bud cave. The bud cave. Yeah, I've always wanted a lair. Well, I used to dream of having a, an underground lab when I was a kid. I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait till I'm old enough to finally build my underground laboratory." <laughs> also, if we have a lair, the Bud Cave, our, our sort of Batman fantasies of having like a talking robot, robot like Robo Servant—that's just an Alexa. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 can have that. We're already there. We live in the future. It's true. Maybe, yeah. I did. It, I must, did be, have it, must, it must be getting harder and harder and harder for films like Batman or James Bond to come up with technologies that are going to impress us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, cause like, yeah. <laughs> the kind of like gadgets that James Bond had in the 80s are like toys now. You can buy it as a toy. Yeah, you know, or they, or they, or it's it's stuff that you wouldn't want. Where it's like it it shoots you out of your car, and you're like, well, I don't want that. <laughs> that sounds that, that sounds like it'll only make things worse for me. <laughs> so I'm being shot at, and I have to be fired into the sky and lose two inches of height from my spine compressing, <laughs> and you know almost certainly break an arm. Do yeah, they really the lose height? Ejector seats. Really. If you if you use an ejector seat, if you if a pilot uses an ejector seat like three times or something, they just have to retire. Really, the forces acting on the spine and the human body are just too great for you to continue. Jesus, I knew that there was always there's a good chance you break your arm or you break um, something if you yeah. use your ejector seat. God, yeah, can you I imagine mean, uh, how scary that is. Oh fuck that! I mean, if you're already in a crashing plane and your answer is to to shoot yourself higher into the sky. Why the fuck would you want to be a jet pilot? Why? It's <laughs> it's just the most terrifying. Just, <laughs> just buy cocaine. Just buy cocaine. <laughs> it's also like f- flying a fighter jet. You can go so quickly that you're like, uh, oh, there's London, and you're over London already. Like that's how quickly you can go. Yeah, just just over countries in sort of seconds, and then that's already terrifying, <laughs> hurtling through the air like that. And then they're like, "Okay, the plan is to do this, but with people trying to explode you." <laughs> that's the plan. And if if they do successfully explode you, and you're lucky, you press this button, and you will turn into a bag of bones falling through the sky. <laughs> if they explode you, but you're lucky. 
you have to shoot yourself <laughs> even higher and break your spine. And then if you survive that and land, they'll capture you and torture you, hopefully not until you die. <laughs> Awful. It's not worth it for the sexy volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a thought that... Uh, if Donald Trump wins by like a landslide, which he's not gonna, even if he does win, but whatever. Like, I, I thought like, okay, if the forces of evil win, then maybe I should just become, if not evil, then like chaotic neutral, you know? Yeah, I, I, I've. How would you define chaotic neutral? Just, uh, just sort of not worrying about whether you're being good or evil, but doing it in in the in the favor of some sort of like balance or greater purpose, which may well be yourself. I think I've I think I've been tending towards that position for the last few years now. I think I'm, uh, yeah, I think I'm tending towards that. I think I've been tending towards that, towards that for a while. I think so, since Brexit and Trump, I've started to really lose faith in the value of goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've watched you, uh, Phil, like a like a boring uh, Jedi slide into neutrality. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I feel like I feel like Donald Trump has sort of cleansed me of something. He's cleansed me of a naivety. I, I had this as well with Jeremy Corbyn and the dreadful disappointment of um, Corbynism. It, it, I I grew up so much in two years. It cleansed me of naivety, and. And the you know the idea that there are good people and bad people and life is a battle between good and bad and 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 after Trump and after Corbyn I just realized life is just a battle between conflicting interests yeah and there is no good and bad really there's just conflicting interests it's um it's <laughs> it's funny to to hear you say the sort of thing that like um not the main villain in a Marvel film but pretty close would say. <laughs> Yeah, in a yeah, way, yeah. in a way, it cleansed me. I feel like I don't know if you've seen Bird Box. Have you seen Bird Box? No. Um, it's about um, it's about it's th- th- this um, calamity happens to the world where some mysterious otherworldly force. Where if you look at it, you go weird and then you kill yourself. But then Good. there there are people who don't kill themselves but like become obsessed with. Um, with this being this supernatural being and they become sort of like followers of it and they try and get people who are not as mad as them to look at it and they keep saying it'll cleanse the world just look it's beautiful it's beautiful and when they get people to look at it they go nuts and they kill themselves i feel like i'm part of the converted crazy people where i'm like look at donald trump it's beautiful it'll (laughs) cleanse the world it'll cleanse the world of naivety (laughs) <laughs> I, I like the idea of you giving the speech to to someone and then in a, and it's funny because what should happen is you should be looking away and then you should turn and look at them over your shoulder and say and in a way i have you to thank <laughs> and they're like yeah. what yeah, yeah 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 and you're like yes don't you see you showed me what was possible i'm i'm of I'm, my ways I'm basically Anakin Skywalker if he stopped two thirds into the Phantom Menace. 
<laughs> yeah, he, oh, no, he, he got, yeah, he got yeah, that basically. far and he went, this'll do. Yeah, all I can remember, maybe at the end of Phantom Menace, he's at, no, maybe, maybe I mean at the end of Phantom Menace. I mean, like, before he gets to the end of that that trilogy, episodes one to three, before he becomes full uh, um, Sith. Yeah, when he's when he's essentially sort of a powerful aristocrat. Hello? Hello, yeah. Hello? Oh, you you went away for a while there. Um, I just said uh, when, yeah, when Anakin's essentially like a like a powerful aristocrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at now. Um, Cha- but you, I don't feel like you... it's chaotic. I don't find anything chaotic about it. Go oh, in chaotic neutral. I feel like I'm, I'm um, giving up neutral. Is that one? Is that a choice? Law, uh, there's, there's, what is there? There's chaotic, neutral, lawful, neutral. Let me look this up. Maybe I'll say I'm lawful neutral. I think I'm lawful neutral. I'm not chaotic. I don't want chaos. I definitely don't want chaos. I want more rules, if anything. Uh, I want, I want to return to the rule-based order, as they say, of international diplomacy and public uh, life. That's... That's what it is. True neutral. So there's lawful and neutral, true neutral, and chaotic evil. A uh, chaotic neutral. And what's true neutral? That's a good question. Um, a, a lawful neutral character obeys principle as the highest virtue, so like a judge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. True neutral is neutral on both axes and cares not for any stances of alignment. Uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not true neutral. So neutral is like, yeah... Neither inclined to hurt or harm, or obey or rebel or help, or it's someone who only really cares about themselves, I suppose. But not. I for think any, I'd like, say reasons. I'm lawful neutral. Then I'm I'm yeah. lawful neutral. Yes, a chaotic neutral. Yeah, a sort of free spirit. I'm not a free spirit at all. Yeah, I'm definitely not chaotic. My spirit is caged, baby. My spirit is in sol- is in solitary. <laughs> Your spirit is on a leash, baby. <laughs> um well, I guess we just have to say we will see and to any of our American listeners good luck out there. Yeah, 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 good luck and uh hey, stay in line. Make if you you have to stay in line. This is all stay I'm seeing on fucking social media. Stay in line, people, British in line. people. People who live in the UK have maybe three American followers. Stay in line. <laughs> Don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's just like uh, someone who was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother in the UK two years ago. <laughs> Desperately appealing to the people of rural Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, keep. I guess keep voting it, everyone. Yeah, keep voting it. Covey. And yeah, to, to, whether you live, we I just want to say we're going to use our platform here on Bodpod to say whether you live in the UK, whether you live in Canada, whether you're one of our listeners in Australia, whether you live in Hong Kong, to please remember to vote for the president of the United States. Don't forget. Yes. Yes. Please don't forget. They still haven't counted all the votes from countries that aren't America. That's true. <laughs> 
All right, Koji guys, and uh, good luck. And thank you for being so patient with our little election reaction pod. Yeah, sorry there wasn't anything to react to, but don't blame us. Blame America's bafflingly rickety voting system. I Slow. So slow. So every state has its own rules. It's pathetic. It's the most ramshackle. I didn't realize a voting system could feel like it was made out of string. But the American voting (laughs) system is... The most amateur fucking... I love... I didn't realize how amazing our voting system in the UK was. It's so fucking easy. It's so easy. Yeah. I've I've never... The, the longest queue I've ever been in to vote was four people. I, I've never been in a queue at all. Not once. And and also, you're... you're like, the voting um, registry checks all the time that you vote. They will send you... A, Five letters a week saying, "I still register this address. You still want to vote? Yeah, you're gonna vote. You got you make sure you vote. If you don't vote, tell us. We're gonna assume you want to vote. You want to vote, right? It's yeah. all, it's actually uh, it they actually bother you. Yeah, it's actually even a nuisance. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and if you if you don't reply, the queen comes around and grabs the sides of your head really hard with her long nails and <laughs> looks you in the eyes and says, "Are you going to vote?" It's horrible. <laughs> Vote for my government, and then if you defeat them, I will give you a prize, champion. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Well, yeah, good. see you guys in the dystopia, uh, I guess, and uh, and Koji. Yeah, Koji, Kovi. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.